Thank you for tuning in to Coppin' with Comic. I'm Brian Coppin, and we're here with Comic Gen Lap. Lap. How the hell are you doing? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Oh, thank you for, for coming in. And then where can people find you uh, on stage in New York City doing stand-up comedy? And where can they find you online if they're not in the city? So uh, online, you can find me at Gen Lab Comedy. That's on Instagram and Twitter. Um, and I perform all over. I'm usually at New York Comedy Club. Um, if you follow me on my website at genlap.com, my schedule's changing all the time. So follow yeah. me there and you can. I post my schedule and perform pretty regularly around the city and then yeah you're a good follow on twitter and what where, what what do you think is the role of being a comedian on twitter like is that where you're putting disposable jokes or do you feel comfortable putting your stage material into your tweets i mean do you think people steal them do you think twitter is kind of a disposable medium where so there's not really a good place for that um i use twitter i feel like a lot of jokes that work on twitter don't work on stage yeah um sometimes it's usually just testing ground. Like I just kind of spew whatever I'm thinking onto Twitter, and if something sticks, then we'll see if it uh, does well on stage. But like I said, it usually doesn't. It's very strange that like one medium doesn't transfer to the other. Yeah. Um, I and then I, I usually like to post my tweets on Instagram also, which is counterintuitive, but um, it has it has helped me get like a pretty decent following and has helped me get some work through that, which is nice. Uh, unfortunately, you know there are all these meme pages that are like stealing my stuff, and that's are happened. They? A, yeah, that's happened oh, a no. lot. I've had like a lot of people send me my own jokes <laughs> with my name removed from it, and oh, that's, that's pretty. Awful. Yeah, that 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 sucks. So when you're like scrolling through Instagram and you see this joke. And you're like, oh, that looks so familiar. And then you realize, <laughs> oh, because I wrote it. Ah, uh, that is a good joke. I'm so glad yeah. somebody else is just yeah. telling my comedy. And yeah. Then, and then is the role of, um, is your act, like one of the things we're going to talk about is Broadway musicals and, and Queen the Band and also Drag Queens, which which is just bizarre to talk about because I'm not, you know, I'm not a drag queen. I don't know any drag queens. But I do see... Um, some comedy shows that have just drag queens as one of the yeah. in- integral components. And I, I almost think I saw a picture of you and maybe a drag queen yes. on Instagram. And oh, so, yes. So kind of like, do you think that, uh, compared to your Twitter account, do you think that your act is at all influenced by the production values and the fabulousness of those things that I just mentioned, Broadway musicals, drag queens, and queen? I wish, but no. <laughs> I Like, I can't. I, I, I have so much respect for drag queens. I... Um, you know, I got into it basically through watching RuPaul's Drag Race, and I had no idea how much comedy was involved wow. in doing drag. And I mean, they're just, they can do everything. They can sing, dance, act, do comedy. And then on top of all that, they have to do hair, makeup, and and make themselves look a certain way. So, I mean, I just have like the utmost respect for them. Um, I wish, I don't think my comedy is as theatrical as Queen would be, or drag queens, or Broadway musicals. I'm a little bit more dry, not a lot of act outs, very sort of... Um, yeah, I wish I could be as fabulous as them, but that's... But that's what I mean. You're so clever that people... That's why people are stealing your shit on Instagram. I guess so, yeah. And, and so do you think that as a comedy fan, meaning like as somebody who looks at a drag, as RuPaul's Drag Race and say, man, they're fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. I need to up my game. Like somebody who's dry and not, you know, not a lot of act outs... Is it natural to be drawn towards the opposite end of the spectrum, like the fabulousness? Is that why you're so interested in it, do you think? Yeah, I think so, because I think there is like a part of me that wishes I had that sort of stage presence. And drag queens are also like fat. I mean, if you go to any drag show in New York City, their their crowd work is phenomenal. I mean, and they have this ability to sort of 
rag on people, but in this very endearing way that like it just ingratiates them with their yeah. crowd. It's it's really an amazing it's an amazing talent. And I they're think kind it's... of breaking down barriers, like getting somebody to laugh even though he's a hard ass and he's got his hand, mm-hmm. his arms crossed. Mm-hmm. It's breaking down a barrier. And is there anything that you can do in your act that can, in the same way, break down barriers in the audience? Like, do you don't do any crowd work? Do I do you? some crowd okay. work, and I do enjoy doing crowd work. Yeah, um, you got to find that one person who's just having a great time. And I, I, I experienced that recently with a show that I was on last week and if you can get into a good rapport with that person I mean it's it's such a good time it's so much fun and so it's also kind of a form of crowd control because although they're having a good time you don't want them to distract oh other, yeah other people with their good time right I mean there's always that um, risk because sometimes if you really get into a good rapport with a with a, a crowd member then they start to think that they they get used to those laughs and then they kind of take their own liberties with their participation no, and you're like no. okay we, we had our thing it was funny <laughs> now you need to shut the fuck up like it crowds are very people don't know how to be in a comedy show it's very interesting and especially if you are just kind of a little bit more dry or clever or whatever it, it would seem like you would need to somehow establish your presence in another way otherwise it could risk you know, some of those people in the audience, you know, trying to take over because totally. they, they think they're funny or something. Oh, yeah. It's the worst. The worst is when you're having just a terrible set. And this has happened to me before. You're just having a terrible set. The crowd is not having you whatsoever. And then a crowd member says something and uproarious laughter. Oh, no. And it's just like, and now they're encouraged. And oh. now they're like, it's just, uh, yeah. Like I said, I don't think a lot of people know what's how to be in a comedy show it yeah. is very different it's, it's not like going to a concert it's not like you know y- you should be giving it the same amount of attention that you would give a broadway play basically you just sit there and take it all in and enjoy yeah. it um but because there's not as much um i don't want to say pomp and circumstance but there's not as much you know it's very bare bones there's not this huge yeah. set design there's not huge you know uh costumes or whatever it's just a person standing on stage talking into a mic like a regular person so, so they don't a realize lot of, a lot of quiet as yes. opposed to the noise of a broadway show where you couldn't even make your voice heard if you right tried. exactly and so is there anything that you're doing to like almost flex the other muscle you know not only because of crowd control but i mean you know not doing any act outs is there any you know, like, let's talk about your material. And is there any kind of, you know, what are you talking about on stage? And is there anybody in that play, meaning in your cast of characters, in your comedy, mm-hmm. that that can be maybe turned into a caricature a little bit so that you can do a voice or something to kind of show everybody in the audience that I'm yeah. not just dry and clever. Right, right, I also right. have these other muscles to flex. Sure. Yeah. You know, I got, um, I'm working on a little bit about uh, my parents and uh how they recently redid my childhood bedroom. <gasps> well, the the temerity of these people. Who the fuck are I, they? Yeah. So you know, my mom's a good character to play off of. Uh, you know. So I like I said, I don't I don't I don't do a lot of voices. I occasionally do do some some act outs, but it's really not my. It's just not my natural style. Yeah. Well, it's good you know what you're you know kind of what you're what you're good at and what you're you know maybe not as comfortable with doing um so what are some of the other things in that um in that cast of characters that you're talking about like do you talk about your childhood at all or are you talking about the world as you're currently experiencing it um well i talk a lot about dating um and my previous experience dating i i talk about my boyfriend a little bit i i talk about talk about my family and some politics um 
But there's not really like a person that I focus on a okay. lot. I'm kind of all over the place. And it's all through the lens of Jen Lamb. Yeah. Kind of like what is your perspective on things like politics? Like yeah. are you seeing the ridiculous on ridiculousness on both sides? Or are you seeing that, you know, the pendulum of PC culture is swinging in the right direction at the right speed? Right. And hasn't it hasn't swung too far? You know, it's interesting because I consider myself to be pretty liberal. Okay. Um, but I have had the PC police come after me. <sighs> the and liberal it, PC yes. police came after their own? Yes. What the hell? And it's, it's really like I don't consider myself to be a controversial comic. Okay. Not because, you know, I just – that's not where my material usually goes. So when people take <laughs> – my pretty innocuous stuff <laughs> and find ways to get enraged by it. I'm like, oh my God, y'all need to calm the hell down. This is like, you are fighting the wrong person. Yeah, right the now. next comic up has a lot more shit to yeah, say. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So it's. Uh, what do they come after you for? I had, if you can say. Sure. I had a joke. I have a joke that uh, is doing really well. I do it I do it on stage. So it's, this is one of the, the few examples where it, it did well on Twitter um, and it's doing really, really well on stage. Okay. And. Uh, it's basically about you want me to tell the joke? If you can. Yeah, sure. sure. So so the joke is that, you know, the guy I'm dating right now, he's wonderful and we uh we had a little bit of a scare recently. I had to uh I had to take plan B and he actually went out and he bought it for me. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my god, this man is amazing. I have to hold on to him." Um uh... so I didn't take it. <laughs> And, I, lo- I love that. I thought you were going somewhere else. And you probably also, you, you probably did go somewhere else first, which is yeah. like, what does that say about this guy that right. really wants me to bore his feet? Right, right, right. And right. then you bring up plan B, I didn't take it. That's hilarious. I got to hang on to this guy, so I didn't take it. Wow. Thank you. I yeah. just love that, too, because if you're the type of person who, ta- you know, meaning like a comic who talks about plan B, you would think is just overtly sexual mm-hmm. and has a lot of sex and stuff like that with just strangers or something. But then... In one turn, you're talking about now, like, I'm just a family. You know, I yeah. really want a family just like other people. Yeah, so yeah, there's yeah. kind of some misdirection without being. Yeah. I mean, it's just not to do my own horn, but I think it's a pretty, it's a great joke in that it's short. It's yeah. like the misdirection is right there. It's just like it it hits really quickly. Um, and, you know, I posted that online and I got a really nasty comment from someone <sighs> being like, oh, so you're just going to trap this man um, in a in a relationship that he doesn't want to be in. And uh, I just wanted to, I really, I don't, I don't feed the trolls. It's yeah. just, I, I really don't hate, feed con- the trolls. I hate confrontation. So like, you know, I just, for the, after like first five, 10 minutes, I'm usually like, oh my God, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something to them. But I, and then I usually am just like, no, it's not worth my time and energy. But I really wanted to respond to this person and be like, are you okay? Like, do you need a hug? Yeah, did sounds this happen like you, to you? Did yeah, you get it trapped? it sounds yeah. like you had a really bad day. Yeah, and a bad lifetime. Maybe yeah. somebody trapped you. I'm a comedian, and so I'm being hilarious. Right, exactly. And so, yeah, take your serious shit and say it into the mirror. Yeah. Wow. And, and maybe, you know, maybe you could, because I'm thinking, like, if you're keeping this wonderful gem of a joke short, um, you know, it's, it's almost like you can punch it, but then you can almost go back and revisit it through stuff yeah. like that, through, you know, oh, somebody said this online mm-hmm. and what I said was this and just think of the best, you know, are you okay? Right. Because like, and so I guess the question I have is how are you going to take that A plus gem and take any other B, B plus material mm-hmm. you have and bring it up to that level? Right. The perfect amount of believability, but also misdirection and it's short and it's punchy. How do you get everything else to rise to that level? Ugh, I mean, that's... Because that's a joke that any comedian would be proud to close with. Oh, thank you. Right? I, mean, I, I yeah. think, thank you. Um, I, you know, that's that's really tough. Uh, that's one of those jokes where it, 
I thought of the premise and then I, I wrote it out and then I very quickly rechanged it. Okay. Like I changed it to for it to be a, a quicker, um, more succinct, better punch. And it was just one of those that I feel like every you, you should never stick with the first writing of the joke. Yeah. It, it could always be improved. But this one I just kind of got lucky and I was like and I it, it does. I, you know, and it's interesting when you do it on stage, people get to know you better. They know the voice that you're saying it in. So they're not as offended by it when yeah. I when I do it because they, you know, they know you by then. And so is that the kind of persona that you have? So, you know, somebody's actively dating and things like that. And do you notice that a lot of your material through, you know, they tend to laugh at a lot of that material because you have an established persona of being somebody who's out there dating? Yeah, and for so do sure. And so do you talk about other things like dating apps and things like that? Oh, yeah. I talk about dating apps and just like the, you know, I was single for a really long time, just like perpetually single. Okay. Because um, you're so hilarious? Um, I think that was Men probably, right? I think that was one of the, the issues for okay. sure. Um, yeah. I mean, dating as a comedian is absolutely dreadful. Okay. Um, and why do you think that is? Like, even somebody like Nikki Glaser is always talking about, it. you know, men who get on stage and they do something hilarious, you know, women are just waiting to date them. But, you know, strong, hilarious women on stage, they get off stage and, you know, men are just, you know, they're not... They're not fanning out over female comedians yeah. in the same way. Why do you think that is? Is it because they, you know, men think they're funny, and and a funnier woman would really threaten their security? Oh yeah, absolutely. I think when men say that they want someone who has a woman who has a good sense of humor, they mean a woman who laughs at their <laughs> jokes. Um, I think you know the the act of going on stage, commanding a crowd. I mean, that's like. Very intimidating. Yeah, it's very strong. Not um, many can do it. It's like wrangling bulls or exactly, something. Exactly, right. exactly. So I think that's very intimidating to them. I think someone who, you know, there is a correlation between being funny and being smart. Yeah. So not only is this person strong and and able to do this very intimidating thing, but they're also very smart too. So it comes yeah. with a lot of stuff. And you always get the guys who are like, oh, I've always wanted to do stand-up or I could do stand-up. And I mean, there's it, even outside of dating, there's nothing worse than a person who's like, oh, I could do stand-up because yeah. you're like, well, then fucking do fucking it. Fucking do it. Yeah, even even Whitney Cummings is saying stuff like that where a dude who thinks he can do stand-up is dating her and then starts doing stand-up oh, during her. Horrible. And so kind of what, who are the, you know, what are the professions of the dudes who you've been successfully dating and what do they have in common that, um, you know, why aren't they threatened by somebody smart and funny and and confident. I think, well, uh, I mean, my boyfriend's just sitting outside of the studio right now. He's such a gem. Yeah, we should bring him an ass. We <laughs> should. We should. Uh, he He's a physical therapist. Oh, okay. Um, and he has even admitted, he's like, I could never do stand-up. Good. That's you a love good people like that. Yeah. yeah. Like, I could never do it. They, someone who realizes that it's not just talking. There's so much more than just talking into a microphone. Yeah. Um, because there's, you know, the pros make it look easy. Yeah. It really just looks like someone talking. Right. Um, and he's just very confident. He's just very, like, confident in himself. Like, he, yeah. you know, he doesn't have anything to prove. Oh, good. Because it, it seems like as a physical therapist, he would have just command over the physical body, which is yeah. good. Which is good. But it's also he leaves the whole, you know, being funny and, and commanding a room to you. And that's kind of yeah. nice that you have the different spheres of influence or whatever. And so if people want to see... You talk about dating and dating on apps and just hilarious jokes about Plan B. You know? <laughs> who, who thought like someday, I, I had no idea there'd be a Plan B, let alone a funny joke about it. They can see you online by going to GenLap Comedy yep. across all, all social. Yep. GenLapComedy.com as well? Uh, just GenLap.com. Okay. And yeah. then they can see all your shows and you've been doing 
Where are we at? Broadway Comedy Club? Um, I'm usually at New York Comedy Club. Yeah, I'm usually there. um, And then just a lot of independent shows run by comics. Okay, and they can find you online. And then if if you get upset with anything she says online, please just, just, I mean. Go see a therapist. Yeah, see see a therapist, but also give it more material. And just, you know, because she will feed the trolls and then bring it on stage. (laughs) And you will be a joke on the stage. So that's so great. Jen Lab, thank you so much. Thank you.